Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. So I'm looking at this Atlanta City report from the HR department on why you guys decided, one, to investigate my mom for a video that I made, and two, to go on ahead and fire my mom for a video that I made. Retaliation is against the law, believe it or not. So why you guys are going through all of these procedures, violating all kind of SOPs to find out which one she violated, you broke all kind of laws in the process and continue to do so with a straight face. Yeah, it is against the law. That's what happened, absolutely. We covered this story last week. This story because of you, you has gone viral. Uh, many have reached out to me expressing concern. Some of my friends from the APD included. We have Ms. Frost, Rhonda Frost on the program to talk about what happened to her and also her daughter, Ms. Hall, who made that video. Thank you both for being on the program. I wish it was under better circumstances. How are you? Good, fantastic. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Uh, let me first get into what was the genesis of all of this. Uh, Ms. Rhonda Frost, you are or you were the Assistant Deputy Director of the Public Affairs Division for the Atlanta Police Department. And your daughter, who is not only a law student, but also a very outspoken advocate, activist, broadcaster, uh, she makes a video. Well, she makes videos. Because it's part of what she does, she's outspoken. She speaks right. up for people, she wants to be an advocate. That's why she's in law school. Right. She makes a video about what that set things off. She made a video about the Shaka Zulu incident that happened last summer uh, and the charges that APD took against him. Okay, uh, and Ms. Hall, let me ask you, give us the nature of your video. Why was that video so controversial according to the police? Well, the police were under the impression that nobody else had access to the video, I'm assuming. And that when they put out their charges of murder, that it wasn't gonna be challenged until it got to court or until the DA decided to indict or not. However, I also have contacts and I didn't understand how somebody could be shot in the back and no one else be charged with anything except for Shaka Zulu which made me start my investigation process. And then when I saw the video, I was mind boggled. I was like blown, I was like, hold on, how is it humanly possible that someone came to, or five men actually came to his place of business, accosted him, stopped him on his way back into his place of business and proceeded to jump him, stomp him into the ground. And then when he got to his feet, after being pushed in the back one more time by the person that originally punched him in the head, they said, "Oh, it's he's the only person that charged with anything. I mean, those men not only beat him to the ground, but beat a female to the ground, punched her in the face multiple times. She had to go to the hospital and has had fractures to her face and other things that I was able to pull on a different police report. And in my mind, I thought, how could APD get it this wrong? So that's what started it all. The irony of that video speaks to a dynamic that we covered when it first happened. Shaka Zulu, the longtime manager of Ludacris and others, was clearly harmed. I mean, the man was in the hospital recovering. Pictures were taken 
from the hospital. We were all rooting for his survival. Mm -hmm. And as we are updating this on my radio show and here, we then hear, wait a minute. He's charged with the crime of self-defense and we did not understand this. And then there's a video that comes out. This video was not released by the police department. They assume, I guess, Ms. Frost, that you had something to do with that because of the proximity of your relationship with your kin being your daughter. So talk to us about that aspect of it. So so the day that Sinead's video came out, I was sitting at my desk at the Atlanta Police Department in the public affairs office. And there was a barrage of media inquiries that came in at that time. And many of them were saying, can you validate this link to this video you know, regarding Shaka Zulu? And as soon as I clicked on it, it went straight to Sinead's Instagram page. So obviously, as the deputy director of public affairs, clicking on such a high profile thing and knowing that that's my daughter, it was a little awkward, if I could use that word, or, or probably highly uncomfortable. But um, I, I, I just knew that you know, once Sinead got involved, she was gonna do what Sinead does. And uh, that's fight for justice. And so I was between a rock and a hard place. I, I can't imagine uh, the kind of position you were in, but I said this in my initial coverage of it. Um, I was actually very proud of you for not doing the, hey, don't do this, you're, you're, you're hurting my job, or uh, don't, don't choose this career is adverse to the career that I have. Uh, you have allowed your daughter to be who she chooses to be and to engage in advocacy the way she chooses to engage in advocacy. I think that's highly commendable. So in this moment, you see clearly that your daughter has been able to utilize her contact, her expertise, her ability to get things done when others cannot. Yeah. And she got a video and that video provides a very contrary narrative yes. to that which was offered by way of APD to the media. What do you do next? What happens? Well, so I mean, I'm not sure if you saw, but there was a series of mm -hmm. videos. And so it, eventually, Trayvon got indicted for um, assault, aggravated assault and battery. Um, so that happened from those videos, which again, that was not through APD. That So the videos being out and released, the DA saw it and she went on ahead and did a grand jury indictment. So on top of that, I actually reached out to the mayor. I reached out to the chief of police himself. I reached out to the chief of homicide. I reached out to the DA's office. I wrote them all letters and I asked the same question. How is this possible? How can you charge Shaka Zulu with murder and no one else with the crime? What people may not know is the guy that shot Shaka also shot his friend twice before he shot Shaka. So I'm like, wait, isn't that not reckless endangerment? Is that not any other crime? He literally shot him in the arm and on the side. And if you watch the video that I put out, you'll see him take off his shirt and try to make a tourniquet on his arm. And then he eventually took himself to Piedmont Hospital. But again, I'm looking at all of this information. And I'm saying, how is this possible? But what I want people to understand, because I know some comments were like, oh, you need to know your place. Your mom is in the government. You have to respect that. Our place, if we want change, is to stand up and say something. It shouldn't have to be you before you speak out. If you wait till it's you, it's normally too late. And yeah. so my position is if I see something, I'm going to say something. <laughs> and I hope that I'm wrong, but most of the time if I'm saying something, it's because 
I'm right and I see that there's an injustice being done. And I just ask for everybody to speak out, say something. Those people don't have to be in office. Uh, Sheerbaum, he doesn't have to be there. He was appointed by the mayor. If we don't like it, the mayor can go and he can go. But yeah. we can't keep having our people be overcharged and oversensed and just thrown out things. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make any sense. And we are, we the people have to stand up for change, not the government, not the police. That's not what they do. Right. And it's amazing how many police officers, even at Indisputable, we work with police officers who are whistleblowers. And some of them work in inside of their investigative divisions for internal affairs. And they will say, hey, we can't make this case stick, but you all can. And here's the information. And they will provide us the information. And we will keep our relationships secret. It's called anonymity. You have that when you go to a report and you have a source. So they wanted to know, Shanae, how you got this video. They wanted to know who gave it to you. Then they wanted to, I guess, just, did they want to pin it on your mother? Or was it just retaliation, period? No, no matter what, they just want to retaliate. Well, I think the thing is that first I got it from a source. I know people who know people. Yeah. So I'll just keep it at that because they also asked me not to disclose where they right. I got the video from. But the biggest thing is it was in the in the report, it literally says Rhonda's daughter made APD look bad. It wow. was damaging to our reputation, to our image. It made them look incompetent. And so you can't go after me. So I thought maybe they thought if they go after my mom, I'll stop talking. As you see, that's not how that went. Right, not at all. Uh, yeah. So let me go uh, to you, Ms. Frost. Um, what was the response like from your colleagues at APD when it was discovered that this came from your daughter? Well, the same day that it, it hit the airwaves, uh, the director in my office, she she knows my daughter, so she immediately met with all of the mayor's team and the police chief and all of them. So very quickly they knew it was my daughter and my work environment changed pretty dramatically from that day forward. And then it just got really difficult come November, which is when I filed a complaint and said it's a hostile work environment. And I asked the assistant chief for help, like can we have a meeting because this is really getting bad in here. And the next thing you know, I'm locked out of the building and now have lost my job. So. That's how dramatically things unfolded for me. And yes, in the investigative report, it looks to me very clearly that they tried to pin that on me. They did an investigation on me. I didn't know anything about it and they couldn't find anything because I didn't do anything wrong. And my daughter has tons of sources. She doesn't need me to get information, nor would I jeopardize my job in the first place. But to find all of that out after I had committed four years to that agency, pumping them up like they're different than any other police agency. Clearly they're not, they are just as corrupt as anyone else. And to find this stuff in writing that they investigated me and then eventually fired me because my daughter brought negative attention on them by telling the truth. That's not a place I wanna work anyway. But you know what, Dr. Richie, let me just chime in one thing. What people don't know or APD, I wish they knew is my mom was amongst the loyal in the sense of she would not do anything to hurt her. That's just not her. Like if we want to go rob a 7-Eleven, I'm not working out, walking out with a free Slurpee. My mom is not doing anything off kilt. That's not even her nature. She's extremely by the board. I couldn't by the book. Yeah, straight across the board on everything. And so everything she didn't even know about the video. She literally found out about the video after 
I put it on Instagram and she called me and I and I appreciate my mom because she's always been like that. She said, you know what? I'm proud of you. I know my job is in danger, but I'm proud of you because you did the right thing. And that's who I've been since I was 11, whether it's the NCAA that I'm standing up and, and fighting against it, you know, people getting their likeness or in 11, what, 11 years old and they called and told my mom I wouldn't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. And I said, when there's justice for all, I'll stand. And that's just who I've always been. Yeah. You know, that's a very beautiful thing. And obviously, um, the atmosphere uh, that you were raised in allowed you to engage in your higher self. Uh, and sometimes we don't realize how important that part is in the development of who we are as people, who we are as human beings. Ms. Frost, I wanna ask you, what was the nature of your job? If you could explain your job in a nutshell, what did you do for the APD? Well, as Deputy Director of Public Affairs, I was second in command in that unit. We fielded media inquiries. I was responsible for telling the good news stories, right? I'm a writer by nature. So I was the primary person writing good news stories, telling the heroics of officers and things like that. And I did a pretty good job at, at you know, sharing that information with the public. But primarily it's media responses. Uh, telling the APD story, really trying to paint the picture that the Atlanta Police Department is different than other agencies. They're about transparency and truthfulness, uh, etc. And uh, until they weren't, until they weren't, yeah. until they look like everybody else today. They decided. They decided to basically let you go under the guise of reduction of force, is right. what they said. It, so right. they didn't do it like with cause because you did A, B, and C. They called it reduction of force. Explain that to us. Well, well, yeah, they did, and, and quite frankly, that was shocking to me when uh, the human resources director and a police sergeant showed up at my door while I was already on leave that no one would explain. Um, and I did an open records request asking how many other people were on this reduction in force, and it's been three weeks and they haven't been able to answer that. Um, that's a legal term to say that this is the reason we're getting rid of this position, but the problem is, it wasn't even two weeks after I left or that they put me on that notice that they hired someone else behind me making $10,000 a month. And then they placed three, there's three more positions on the website right now that are in that same level and same pay range. So they reduced my position, but they gained three new positions and they hired somebody behind me. So there's something, the math isn't mathing as they say, that's just right. not coming together. Yeah, I know your daughter who is a soon to be legal counselor can see all of the opportunities here yeah. to commit a filing. I assume a lawsuit is coming. We're working on some stuff. Well, you know that there's a protocol. So the antelitum yeah. notice is on the way, just start Good. there. And we, then 60 days after that, but we'll see how they decide to handle it. Again, I'm looking at Andre Dickens right now to see if he steps up or if he allows this to continue to go on. Because if you allow this to go on with people that are known in the community, with somebody at the level of a Shaka Zulu, with my mom. And the thing is, if you walked into APD, you would see the mayor's picture, like Chada's picture, my mom's picture and the chief. Like those were the, this is the, the hierarchy. And if you would do that to her because I spoke out, what are you doing to the people that have no money? What are you doing to the people that have no resources? No platform. What That have no platform, that don't have a Shanae in their corner. What are you doing to those people? And so if this is okay with Mayor Dickens, and if this is okay with Sheer Bomb, 
I'm afraid for everybody in the city of Atlanta and in Fulton County because this is if this is okay, this is the standard you set. Trust and believe there are so many more people in lower positions that are being railroaded and overcharged with stuff they probably didn't even do. This makes people not trust APD or and police. And let me just say this, I know you're short on time. When I was going through just last eight months of being on leave where I didn't understand what was going on before I got my hands on the investigative report. I wrote the mayor's office in his top three or four people. I wrote the HR commissioner who's an employment lawyer. I wrote so many emails and my paper trail is so strong and nobody intervened. Nobody said anything. It's almost like they were all under the same direction that this is going to happen no matter whether it's right or wrong and, and nobody can do anything about it. It was the most disheartening experience that I've ever had in my life. And, and I, I never felt more powerless because they had all the power and nobody was coming to my aid. And I just couldn't believe that that was real. I just couldn't. I didn't know that it was legal you could lock people out of their office without cause. I didn't know that you could put people on extended leave and don't tell them why. I didn't know that was possible until I got to APD. Yeah, well. The police believe they can kill people unarmed, unprovoked. Right, apparently, uh, right. right. Yeah. So, um, and and the, the anti-litem notice uh, that Ms. Hall is talking about refers to a document you have to send to government entities uh, in order to let them know that lawsuit is coming. It is a requirement of the administrative protocol. Um, what happens next, Ms. Frost? You know, um, I'm not really sure. Yesterday was my last day with the city of Atlanta. Um, at 59 years old, that's a very scary thought because I imagined I was gonna retire from APD. I was doing a great job, all my evaluations were great. And I did great work that, I mean, wrote stuff that went viral and it really brought good attention to them. And so for this to happen in the middle of my life when I'm this close to getting towards retirement, I'm not really sure, but I'm not afraid. You know, I have education, I have extensive experience and I know that something great has to come from this. Um, I just feel it in my spirit. And then with this one next to me, I, I know it's gonna be all right. be fine, <laughs> know that. <laughs> you know, the universe has a way of rewarding courage. Right. Um, it has always been that way. Uh, and yeah. God is no respective person. So it doesn't matter your position or title, right is right, wrong is wrong. Yeah. Uh, and we are thankful for both of you sharing your story. And we will bring an update as soon as it comes, all right? Yeah. Thank, Thank you so you, much, Dr. Richie. I appreciate you. I appreciate you because there hasn't been a lot of people, and I know a lot of people. I was in media for a long time that stood up and took this opportunity to get this story told, like you did. So, to, for you to be a black man and for you to hear it's this everything. story and step out and say, I'm going to be the one to talk about it, I appreciate you as well. We appreciate you. Well, thank you all. You know, yeah. I'm sharp as iron. Thank you very much for everything yeah. you do. Thank you so much. Take care.